It's snacking and get cracking with a snack that packs a protein punch. Pistachios are known for their protein power, fiber, and better for you unsaturated fats for a combination that may help you keep feeling fuller longer. Wonderful Pistachios is a good source of protein with zero gill. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. I love that they come in a variety of sizes and flavors, making this the perfect protein snack for any on-the-go adventure. Check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome back, everyone, to this emergency edition of the Flow Track Podcast. I'm Kevin Sully. He's Gordon Mack. Just a couple hours ago, Gordon, we were talking about a world record, but now we are back with some much more serious news. Uh, Gordon, good evening. How are you? Yeah, this is our second ever emergency pod, and this is an emergency because what just happened just a few hours ago when the news broke, uh, we did not see it come. Last time we did an emergency pod, they were canceling the NCAs in March of 2020, and the whole world was shutting down. Uh, this obviously is not as big globally like a pandemic, but this is huge, shocking news that's going to just be a tidal wave, not just, I think, for the sport of track and field, but I think this type of situation can lead to major change globally, uh, U.S.-wide, in all sports, because Shakari Richardson now facing potentially – missing the Olympic Games due to a positive marijuana test. Not a PED, not some type of drug that does this, that, or the other thing for weed. It is utterly crazy that the fastest woman in the U.S., one who could potentially you know, go up against Shelly and Fraser Price and what was going to be an epic battle, now is just going to be taken away from those two athletes, but also taken away from the viewers, all because of cannabis being found in her system after a drug test. It is utterly crazy in my mind. Mm -hmm. Let's go through some facts. Um, the Jamaican Gleaner was the first one to report it, and then different outlets are confirming different bits and pieces of the story as we go. You know, when I first heard it, I heard just banned for a failed drug test. And then you get one thing in your mind and then you're right. You hear cannabis and then a whole other thing enters your mind about the, the type of tests that we have in, well, not just track and field, but all sports. But anyway, let me go through some facts here. So Richardson, as of this recording, hasn't released any official statement on the suspensions. The test came at the Olympic trials. Um, she's withdrawn from the diamond league meet in Stockholm on Sunday where she was going to run the 200 and reportedly uh, the, the suspension began at the end of June. Now here's where it gets complicated because for cannabis, it can be anywhere from four years basically to a month, right? So it is a wide range of possibilities here. There's been recent examples of it only being uh, one month and 
The reason it varies depends on when you take it and if you can improve and if you can prove it was not intentional or for performance enhancing purposes. It can get reduced even further down to a month if you take a class and get it all the way down to one month. Now, this result though disqualifies her from the trials. That's the that's the the first issue that you have to address here. Um, the the clock it matters when it comes time to talking about the relay and other things, which we'll get into later. But Gordon, the main thing is this invalidates her result in the hundred from Eugene. Yeah, and again, we're doing this pod in real time with news still coming in. There hasn't been an official, like, declared sanction. This is all just based on our sources. And but if this does end up being what happens, it it's one of those things where there's the rules and there's like what should happen. Because the rules say, according to the, the game that everyone signed up and agreed to play, that a positive marijuana test leads at the very least to a one-month ban and mm -hmm. disqualifies your performances. And USATF can't just say, hey, we're going to ignore that. We're going to yeah, let right. Shakari run anyway. Because then that opens up a can of worms of not following the rules. Even yeah. though we know based on the information, if this comes out as, as it is, that like Shakari deserves to be on the Olympic team. But you can't just bend the rules for these unique situations because she's a popular athlete and one of the most biggest events. You know, we can't just change the rules for that, which is a bummer, but it makes sense. You can't give right, people right. preferential treatment. Okay, but here's the thing. Let's dig into more why this is banned. Because oh, you could, you is. could, I, I, I've seen some people push back. Well, she shouldn't have, uh, if she did it, shouldn't have, <laughs> shouldn't have done it. But let's like dig into why it's on the WADA list. And on the screen right now, you can see the explanation. And it says for something to be on the WADA prohibited list, it's got to meet two of the three criteria. Poses a health risk is one. Two, it has the potential to enhance performance. Or three, it violates the spirit of the sport. So it's got to be two of the three. So this is from a 2011 WADA report saying why marijuana meet the criteria. Now, keep in mind, in 2019, WADA took CBD off. So CBD is not involved in this. So here are the three criteria. One, athletes who smoke cannabis or spice in competition potentially endanger themselves and others because of increased risk-taking, slower reaction times, and poor execution functioning or decision-making. That's one. Two, based on current animal and human studies, as well as interviews with athletes and information from the field, cannabis can be performance enhancing for some athletes and sports disciplines. And three, use of illicit drugs that are harmful to health and that may have performance enhancing properties is not consistent with the athlete as a role model for young people around the world. Now, this is where I have an issue because people are saying it's 2011. This is something that's widely available, widely used, does not have any clear performance enhancing benefits in track and field. 
now people would talk about all oh, the enhanced ability to concentrate or what's it say here um uh risk taking and slow reaction times i don't know how slow reaction times would help in sprinting someone's gonna have to explain it to me but this is straight out of a dare curriculum that someone presented to me at sunrise it's drive great. elementary in the <laughs> 90s yes that's what this is her ability to influence young people it should be between her and her sponsor right and her and her governing body that should not have any bearing on whether or not this drug uh gets anybody suspended in my in my opinion and i think that first one there about if they use it in competition they're going to endanger themselves because of risk taking i mean i i I thought this i had to refresh this page i'm like they have to have something more up to date right this has got to be this has got to be inconclusive this is just this reeks of just the old way of of thinking and then i saw in the bottom well they must have updated at least in 2019 because they talk about the exemption for for cbd but everything else uh will get you banned so when you spoke earlier at the beginning gordon about this creating a change i believe you're talking about this coming off of the ban list because now we've had a nightmare scenario where you have one of the most high profile athletes in the sport getting kicked out of the most marquee event for a drug that's not even performance enhancing and and before and... you say oh hold on one more thing one more thing okay here's how i know Here's how I know the even the powers that be don't take it that seriously. You can plead down to one month because you take a class. Can you take a <laughs> class for EPO? Can you take a no. class for anabolic steroids? No, you can't. Of course you can't because those are clear performance enhancers. So they don't want to hear about your excuses. They don't want to hear about how you went in the, the class and checked all the boxes and said, yep, I'll never do it again. I'm drug free since 2003. They don't hear all that, right? With this, it's like they're acknowledging that it's not performance enhancing. It's just a slap on the wrist, but her slap on the wrist came at the worst possible time. If this was September, this would barely even be mentioned. If this was January, we'd talk about it for two minutes and then move on. But where it came in the timing of the Olympic calendar is just absolutely devastating. You look at those three reasons why cannabis should not be consumed by elite athletes. You could literally say the same thing about being tipsy or drunk because of alcohol. May potentially endanger themselves. Slow reaction times. Poor decision making. Not a good role model. Yeah, that's what consuming excess amounts of alcohol is. Are we going to say that we can no longer consume alcoholic beverages? If you're an elite athlete, no, that would never, it, it, just times have changed. And I think people have realized this drug is not two eggs frying in a frying pan. When they say, this is your, your brain on drugs. Like we saw in the dare commercials in the nineties, but on top of this, do you know what's legal in Oregon where the trials were held? Marijuana. It's legal. It's not even an illegal drug. It is legal. In 19 states, it's legal in 44% of the U.S. population. 44% of the population, it's legal. So it's not even like it's like a, a fringe drug that potentially might not be legal. And this is like, I'm not even like a like a super like pro-marijuana person, but I just recognize reality that like 
It's a legal right. thing, and it WADA and USADA have yet to show me where this substance keep- is an advantage. Because I don't the advan the advantage that they have is that they're poor role models. Like what? <laughs> We're banning someone because we think they're not a good role model? Are you kidding right. me? Yeah, it well, makes no sense. The key part is: is it performance enhancing or not? That's the key part for yeah. for you know this specific endeavor that she's that she is competing in, which is again sprinting, track and field. One in which you'd think reaction time would be pretty useful, as we saw her explode out of the blocks time and time again. So. What other questions do you have, Gordon? What other information do you want to know in this case? What do we need to learn still? So we need to learn if there's going to be any chance that they can, you know, appeal it or protest it or powers that be find a way to solve this and let her run. Because like you said, if this happens off season, no one cares because being banned a month in the off season Cool. I can't go to a track meet in November. Big deal. But like the right. timing is just per. Like if this happened, if the trials were like two weeks earlier or a week earlier, yeah, then this won't even be an issue because she could be within the the time frame for the the Olympics. We're reading this article. What what article is this from? I can't. Uh, this is Reuters. from Reuters. Reuters. Uh, oh, we lost it. <laughs> Well, it basically Travis. said Jen, it's what is it? What do you highlight? It said Jenna Prandini's already been notified because she finished fourth that she would be the third spot, so she would be able to run the individual one hundred in addition to the two hundred. But if the test, when was the t- the test was taken? June twenty eighth, or sorry, I guess the suspension began on on June twenty eighth. This is quick, so I don't know how much time they had for an appeal but i saw some people talking about the four by one because at that point because you don't have to qualify for the four by one you can be named to the four by one now usually as we talked about time and time again on this podcast when people want to get into relay pool questions usually it's that top six because they want to make it cut and dry and they think it's a smart policy to do it that way but they are able to put other people on the team and it would be if she just got the one year ban, the one or one month ban, excuse me, one month ban, it would be over by the time the four by one would take place. But I don't know the rules around can you enter somebody because they have to end, do the entries before that. Can you enter someone who's currently banned because their ban is going to, you know, elapse before their event? I think you're going to get into a, a tricky situation. Could she, can she train with Team USA? Can she travel with Team USA? All this stuff needs to be sorted out i know that's the hope so they can have her run at least in in one event there but i think it's going to be i mean hopefully that 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 happens but i think it's going to be tricky to sort out all these different rules yeah and if she does run in the four by one it will show the ridiculousness of the ban in the first place if this truly was such a sin that she committed then Mm. then we then the, the the punishment should be crazy but they recognize that the punishment it shouldn't exist because they give out one month bans, which in a sport yeah. that isn't happening constantly throughout the 12 month is like they, they, they recognize like, Hey, we just don't want people smoking weed. So we're going to find yeah. ways to do that. But like when you, when this overlaps with an Olympic year with an athlete in their prime in a main event, it just show it just shows the 
the ridiculousness of it. And if she's in this four by one and she's anchoring it, but she, yeah. technically it was illegal for her, for her to run 48 hours earlier. It's just like, all right, what are we doing here? It's like, we're playing games. We're just, what is this? This is yeah. a, this is a clown show. It's a comedy hour. It, it, it's so ridiculous. Here's, here's what I don't like about this too is people are just going to lump it all together with every other doping case in track and field. And they're not going to actually take the time to read it. You know what I mean? I don't think like, so. I think people are, I'm sure people already are doing that. They're going to be, they're going to, they're going to say, Oh, another, another sprinter. And what's, what's interesting too, is if you go back, if you look at six month and under bands and who's gotten those bands versus who's gotten two year or four year bands, there's a lot of people who've gotten six month bands for stimulants that people aren't even aware of because of what you said. It happens during the off season. It happens during a, uh, during a dead time. Um, so you don't even notice, right? Like the p people have served these six months and it's not for a anabolic steroid or it's not for EPO. So you just think, oh, it's a weird stimulant. They must've had something. Um, but it's, if WADA doesn't think it, it's, it's only a six month ban, then whatever. Um, I'm seeing here that she's going to appear on the Today Show on Friday. So this is, this is going to take another turn here. But yeah, I, I just think, you have all these other situations, right? You have Coleman who's currently banned because of whereabouts violations, which is different, right? You have Shelby Houlihan banned for failing a test in Angelone. And then you have Shakira Richardson support, supposedly banned for cannabis. So those are three completely different situations, but I think they all get rolled up into the tracks not worth watching because you can't trust what you see. And I think that that's incredibly unfortunate. You you talk about this though, like I think you're not giving credit to the people. And I think- I don't know, man. The people, the people I, I don't know, have, dude, no, but have you, <laughs> yeah, maybe Jamaican fans, the rivals and people who wanna troll are gonna be like this, but like, look at trending, she carried four weed. Like that's not, the, that's them seeing the ridiculousness of it. Mainstream media and main like non like hardcore track fans are going to see through the hypocrisy of this ridiculousness people i think major athletes in major sports major media yeah. members i think are going to bring a loud microphone to this whole situation and it may make some change because whenever something crazy happens in a sport of track and field even though we think it's the biggest deal in the world the rest of the world just keeps moving on because they're like, who cares? Okay. Oh, your long jumper didn't do good? Okay, cool. Oh, this you know, 800-meter runner didn't get into the final? Okay, big deal. But this transcends sports because the idea, there's a lot of cultural implications to it because you know, there's a lot of people who kind of associate marijuana with a negative stigma, and this just is going to add to that ridiculousness of like, what are we doing here? And I think change will happen. I think USOC or IOC or whoever, they're going to have to answer for this because they wouldn't have to answer, no offense to other events, like if the yeah, I, let, 50th listen, best right. triple jumper right. didn't get to go, but they're going to have to answer for one of the best top sprinters in the world not being able to go because they smoked weed. 
They won't be able to put this under the rug and be like, oh, yeah, next man up or next woman up. They're going to have to answer yeah, for she's... it. And I think there's going to be pressure. And I think change will happen. I predict this substance will be off the ban list because of this. And I think I, I think that will happen. I, I mean, I don't know, I don't but wanna... I think the negative press of this will – they won't be able to stop it in my opinion. Look, I don't think we should model necessarily WADA's policy after the major sports, but do you remember what happened last year? The NBA in the bubble, they suspended testing for marijuana, right? They stopped doing it. And guess what they did when this year started? Do you think they brought it back? No. (laughs) They stopped testing again for marijuana. So in in the major sports, they're not taking this that seriously either. Now, again, you shouldn't necessarily build your anti doping program after major sports, but I hope you're right. I hope people see this as different. I hope people see this as, you know, when all the facts come out and hopefully we'll get those tomorrow, at least get the other side of the story that we'll see. But here, the the problem is before there's change, there's got to be one person who who gets punished for it. And I know she can appeal to Kaz. um, So I hope that that can happen quickly. And they can expedite the process, but if it's ba- like they, Kaz will need a reason to throw it out. And I don't think Kaz can just say, we're throwing it out because we don't think weed should be legal anymore in 2021, right? They need to find some other issue. Like it's written in the rules. Now, once they change the rules, then this won't be a problem. But if what you're saying is true, there's got to be one person whose case is so extreme like this, where you have one of what, top five star in track and field right now, maybe even top three globally, right? And in the most anticipated race that we wanted to see in all the Olympics, like her her having to, to deal with this punishment might be the impetus for change. So I agree with you. Yeah. And they've been able to get away with this because like you said, like, these bans happen off you like Michael Phelps. He got banned for three months for weed. And that was a big story 10 or whatever years ago. But it didn't matter in the, in the grand scheme of things because whatever, you can't compete for three months when the Olympics aren't happening. Or you ban someone during an important time, but it's not a star athlete. They've been able to skirt this issue, but the, the, it's going to stop after this. And I hope we'll see. It's... Man, like, it is wild. I mean, Gabrielle Union just tweeted, weed is great for many a thing, but running faster isn't one of them. Let her run. Hashtag Shakari Richardson. It's just, people are going to start, like, do you think Gabrielle Union was ever thinking about track and field up until this moment? And now she's, they're seeing it. It's ridiculous. Well, well, people met Shakari Richardson just last week. For the first time, a lot of people. And a lot of People tuned in, followed her on Instagram, thought she was great. Michelle Obama was shouting her out, Viola Davis, right? The list went on and on of people who were um, publicly publicly praising her. I just – listen, we talked earlier today about a, a drug suspension uh, where we didn't really understand the process that was being used, right, with, with, um, with Nasser. Right. And why she was able to keep her medals. So I'm not going to speak confidently that anybody knows anything about the rules and what gets appealed and what doesn't get appealed. 
Um, but it seems to me it would be difficult if it's still listed on the banned list and she got te- and it and the test came up positive for Kaz to throw it to throw it out. That's all I'm saying. Again, I hope I'm wrong. I want 100% want to see her run if this is what the test, you know, if if what we've we've heard so far is accurate. And I know there are going to be people. I think there's not as many people because I think a lot more people, I think it's going to be like 90-10 in favor of the ridiculousness, 10 and, hey, the rules are the rules. Yeah, I could yeah. argue that like, hey, Shikari knew that weed was illegal, right? And so technically it is on her. She wasn't, you know, forced to do this. But just because, yes, technically she knew the rule. I mean, Manuel Atchu said, you know, smoking weed knowing you'll be drug tested is also dumb. But that's regardless. Like just because something is dumb doesn't mean it's a bad uh, – it doesn't mean it's a good rule. And hey, I, I, I think she's young, right? And it's not like this was her only Olympics. She will still be good and in her prime in many world championships to come. You know, I know it's only been a few hours since – we got this news and I'm trying to already think about the positive, right? Yeah. And do I feel said it? I want to go back to the pod. I want to go back to the, well, yeah. Yeah. So there's the tweet from Dwight Phillips. Yeah. But basically saying like her career is still young and that like, she's now going to be the one who said F you to the stupid rules, goes out and runs even faster, maybe breaks an American record, then goes on to win multiple world medals. And we'll all look back and be like, remember that time society tried to get Shikari before she got good got over, a, over a blunt? And then everyone's going to be like, she's just become an infamous figure because of this. Well, so, she, She's definitely going to be able know. to make more money because of it, I think. Not, nothing is guaranteed. There's no guarantee that she's going to get to True. another Olympics. So... I want to go back, though, to what you said before about what people are thinking. And it's tough to put yourself in someone else's shoes. But the people who are still critical, what percent is, oh, it's it's there is some performance-enhancing benefit you guys just don't understand, versus she shouldn't have, she shouldn't have done it. It's a, a rule is a rule. So she deserves to, to be punished. Because those seem like the only two camps on that side, right? You got to think it's one of those – two things yeah so the camp of a rule is a rule those are the same people who say it's not a world record it's a world best you know it's like okay cool oh no technically it's not this it's that those type of people you know when you tell them see you tomorrow and they say oh you mean today because it's after midnight shut up those type of people are the people who are going to be like rules are the rules the people who say well like oh there could be a benefit I saw some rumors circling around that THC can be used as a masking agent. And I looked at, I tried to find anywhere on WADA's list of masking agents, USADA's list of masking agents. I could not find cannabis or THC listed anywhere as a masking agent where like, hey, if you smoke weed, you can pass a test away from an actual bad drug. If anything, the masking agents that are out there are to stop you from testing positive for weed for like people who are trying to get a job interview type things, you know, but I don't see it as a masking agent either. So it's just because of a stupid rule. There's real anti-doping problems within the sport too. Yeah. And this is right. And this is taking time and energy and resources away from that. And you're right. We don't, 
talk about it when it's a person who's not a list, but it seems like it's time to move past that. Right. If that's the situation, I'm just thinking in my head, maybe Kaz comes up with this thing where they, where they do let her run the four by one. Right. They say they write in their response that, yeah, she's got to, got to sit, but because of these circumstances or that circumstance, you know, it's, she's going to be immediately eligible. Um, again, I get, I just go back to the fact that if you can take a class to get it down to one month, the powers that be in anti-doping aren't really serious about it being performance enhancing. This is the type of suspension that you see in other sports, right? If I told you basketball player Y is suspended for tonight's game, how many guesses would you use before you got to for a PED? A lot. Right. You'd think, oh, maybe they got in a fight, right? Maybe there was yeah. some other conduct detrimental to the team. The, you know, it was a minor rule that was broken, not a violation against the sanctity of the sport. And in track, we're so conditioned to talk about suspensions in terms of they're violating the sanctity of the sport because of the sport's past, that when we have something like this, that is, it's not even like a, like a speeding ticket. It's like a parking ticket, basically, here. We don't know how to process it. So, so we get into this all-or-nothing situation. Because if she tested positive for a steroid, I don't think people would be up in arms <laughs> no. about, a ha about missing the Olympics. You'd say, people would say, wow, it's good they found out now. Because if they found out after the Olympics, it would have changed the result of that. Yeah. But because it's, because it's marijuana and because of the timing, we've created, again, this, this worst of both worlds for, for track and field where a misdemeanor has somehow turned into a very, very serious felony because of its timing within the sports calendar. And yeah, if it's on the list, don't do it. But I can't get past the fact that it shouldn't be on the list. That's my main issue. I mean... The Olympics basically happens 0.4% of a four-year period because it's only one week in four years. So the odds that your, your minimum, I think it's 0.4%, seven no, days sure out, right. of, out of sure. 900 days or, or 1,200 days, mm -hmm. it's such a small time frame that our sport says this is the only moment that matters. So therefore, that the, the littlest of littlest suspensions that you can get, which is one month, just happening to overlap on that, the odds of it happening at this moment just make show the ridiculous. Like, we're going to take away the yeah. one Olympics of the four years over this? What are we doing? Yeah. I mean, someone should miss the Olympics because they tried to cheat. Yeah. Someone should not – someone should not – and I'm 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 separating tried try the cheat try to cheat from broke a rule, which I know you yes cheating is rules, but I think people can see the difference, right? It's a difference between uh, jumping off sides in in football versus having a coach come off the sideline and tackle a player, right? Or or punching somebody, right? So you should miss the Olympics if you're trying to cheat. I don't think you should miss the Olympics if you're breaking a minor rule. Right?
And I think we need to, and again, maybe this is going to be part of the part of the appeal with Kaz. They need to understand that all six-month suspensions, all one-month suspensions aren't created equal. And this one, can she serve it in September? Can she can she serve it right after the hundred meter final? Right? Yeah. Like you know, like heck, two two months, three months, or maybe. I mean, I don't. Maybe. What 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 she should do? I don't know if they could do this, but can she appeal it and delay? Like go through a bunch of court, like mm -hmm. just take, fill up the courts. He's like, all right, yeah. I'm gonna appeal this, and then finally when he when they get to the court in mid August. They're like, no, you did it. It's like, okay, sure, I'll accept my one-month ban now. Like, just find a way to delay it with paperwork so you can run under protest. I mean, they're letting Brianna Rollins run under protest right now because they're waiting for the cast decision um, on her appeal. So she should just appeal, and they should yeah. let her run until cast decides on the decision. And maybe you say, hey, take your time. You know, submit it at midnight on a Friday so they don't get it. You know, all this find ways to delay it. All right. We'll leave it there. I think Gordon with the Kaz advice. Um, I'd say we're not going to record tomorrow, but who knows? We recorded twice today. <laughs> Do you have anything else, Gordon, you want to talk about? Are we good? Uh, uh, no. Farisha Carey. I know I'm journalist and media. I shouldn't be saying that, but it's bullshit. Come on. She should not be banned for smoking weed. It's bullshit. Allegedly. All right. Thanks to Colt yeah, for producing allegedly. and staying up late. Thanks to Travis. Subscribe to the Flow Track Podcast YouTube channel. We'll talk to you guys next time.